This is Around the Rim with LaChina Robinson. Hello, basketball fans, and welcome to Around the Rim, your ESPNW women's basketball podcast. I am your host, LaChina Robinson, joined as always by uh, my fabulous producer, Tarika Foster-Brasby. And um, you're probably wondering what is happening right now in the world of women's basketball. Well, we always have the scoop for you. And yes, it is. We're turning the page and it's just about college basketball season, but we could not move on. We simply could not move on to college basketball season without putting a wrap on the WNBA playoffs and finals, which were epic as expected. Um, Tarika, Tarika, you might've picked LA to win. I did. I thought they were going for a repeat. Oh my goodness. So you lost. I did. Um, I don't even remember who I picked. I, I just really didn't even I probably I don't think you made yeah, a pick. I think I was being shady. Yeah. I yep. did I did I was being real shady. Um but anyway, long story short, the Minnesota Lynx, despite the some of the doubt I felt from Tarika and other places, prevailed, <laughs> right? Don't you do it. Um, you know, they had the older team. You know, uh, L.A. had a lead in the series. There were all these reasons why Minnesota wasn't going to win. But the magic in the barn, Lindsey Whalen uh, returning home, really. And it was so magical. I mean, Tariq, it was the best environment basketball-wise I've ever been in. So um, that kind of magic, I think, was the key overall. But you have to obviously give credit to Sylvia Fowles, who was the finals MVP, Um Lindsay, we mentioned Simone Augustus was fantastic despite having to get some knee procedures o- along the way. Um, Maya Moore. Uh, and then there was Rebecca Brunson, who to me was the best story of, of all of this uh, because she now is in history by herself. She's got five championships, which no other player in WNBA history has been able to accomplish. So to help us put a bow on the Minnesota Lynx season, and congrats also to L.A. I mean, just another fantastic run. Um, These two teams have consistently given given us some of the best basketball we've ever seen. I know I've ever seen. Do you Um, think they're going to pull a Warriors-Cavs three-peat on us? Yes, I do think there'll be a three-peat. I think I think the rest of the league needs like one more year because the league is good. Let me tell you, it wasn't it wasn't easy for for L.A. and Minnesota to do this again, and it'll get harder. But I think they've got one more year, especially because Minnesota's core has turned back the hands of time, and they're riding Sylvia Fowles, um, and she's showing up. Um, yeah, they'll 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 three peat and, and do it again, and then after that, uh, nah. Can I can I call Vegas to the playoffs already? No, you can't call Vegas to the playoffs. You would want to call Vegas to the playoffs, but we, I am not going there with y'all. Anyway, um, so thank you to L.A. and Minnesota for another wonderful WNBA season. And thanks to all the WNBA fans. We know not all of you will continue to listen during the college season. We hope you will because we believe that the world of women's basketball is connected, right? And so basketball is basketball, especially in, a, in the world of women's basketball, because the WNBA is in the summer. So you can watch WNBA summer, and then you have college basketball the rest of the year. Um, so hopefully you'll continue on with us. But if you don't, make sure you you join us again next WNBA season. Remember, you can tweet us, connect with us, hashtag Around the Rim on Twitter. Please make sure you subscribe 
Um, and also download us either with the Apple Podcasts, from what I understand. I'm not an Apple user because I'm not brainwashed, but we'll get to that some other time. Um, or <laughs> if you have an Android, you can subscribe, or any other phone for that matter, on the ESPN app. So thank you for listening this season. And we want you to hear now from Rebecca Brunson because she's got five championships and what she did in the finals in terms of giving her team that extra competitive edge, the energy, the punch, all of that. I thought that she was really the unsung hero. So um, here's Rebecca Brunson. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we would be remiss if we did not put a cap on the WNBA season here on Around the Rim. And Tarika and I looked at each other and said, why not start at the top? Why not finish at the top? We started at the top. Why not finish at the top? And so when we look at the top of the league, obviously the Minnesota Lynx um, won the championship in, in impressive fashion in a five-game series with the L.A. Sparks. But not only that, history was made. And now there is only one player. There is one player in WNBA history that has five, one, two, three, four, five, five championships. Her name is Rebecca Brunson, and she is on the line with us. Hello, Rebecca. Hey, that sounds so crazy. <laughs> what sounds crazy about that to you? Just, just sitting on in a category by myself, um, listening and knowing all of the amazing players and amazing teams that have been in this league and to um, be reminded that I've been able to do something and no other player has been able to do it. It's, it's crazy. No other player. No other player. So, okay, so let's look at this for a moment because, um, you know, for fans that have or have not been keeping up, you won your first championship in Sacramento. And then mm -hmm. you, before this recent championship, you had won three with Minnesota. And then you get to this fifth. So let me ask you this. Did you ever envision, like, winning multiple championships? Like, go back to your year in, in Sacramento where y'all won and everybody's so happy. Like, did you see yourself, yeah. like, winning more championships? Oh, man. I think after the first one, you kind of – it was a the first one I got early on in my career. And then after that one, you realize it's not easy. You know, we went back again the next year and we didn't win. And it took a while from 2005 to 2011. So – it's kind of this elusive thing. You want to get there, but you know it's extremely difficult. And then to go on a run like we went on and to be able to win four with the same team, with the same core group, like, it's impressive. Early on, I, I, I wasn't sure if I will be able to get a second one after the first one, really. Wow. And you mentioned that core group, and, and that's the part of it that, you know, and I don't know who created this sense of urgency, but at least from where I sat, it was almost like you could feel – the group saying we want this together because there were some rumblings, mm -hmm. right? Where, where folks were saying, you know, I remember Simone saying, well, you know, people want to go on with their lives and there's other things they want to do after their career. We're like, wait a minute. You know, we knew Planet, <laughs> we knew Planet was retiring, but you know, Simone, I think was trying just dropping stuff there, but you, you guys did seem to have this, like, let's play for each other for this core group and together you've won four mm -hmm. championships. What is it about that core? You know, especially, you know, obviously looking at you and Waylon and Maya and Simone. What is it about that core group of players that you guys have, have won for? I mean, the common goal, um, you know, we got in this together by chance. All the pieces kind of fell together, and we knew we wanted to turn the franchise around. So that was first, and we were able to do that just by winning one. I mean, that was huge. 
But as the years progressed, we kind of all made sacrifices with our body or monetarily or whatever it might have been to stick together and say, hey, we want to be able to do this as long as we can because you never know when this ride is going to be over. As an athlete, it it stops quickly. Um, So you never know. Uh, But I'm sure that I don't know what Moan's thinking about doing. I might need to go and have a talk with her. (laughs) Right. I was going to say, you're not going anywhere, though, are you? I'm just making sure you, I mean, we're going to see you in the Lynx uniform next year, right? I'm here. I have some other things that I'm working on. Um, I'm actually trying to get this waffle truck going. Uh, Uh But it'll be here in Minnesota. Yeah. Yes. I've been trying to actually do that for a while. So um, I'm excited to be working on that a little bit. But it'll be here. I'll, I'll still be a Lynx. I'll. I'll be here as long as they'll have me. I keep telling them that. So this is going to be like a chicken and waffles, or where'd this idea come from, or uh, uh, Roscoe's? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, well, my first year playing overseas, I went to Belgium. I was there for two years, and I, like, fell in love with the waffles over there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to bring that back, and I want to be able to have that available here. So I'm working on putting that on a truck that uh hopefully start up this summer. Wow. What is it going to be called? You got a name? Brunson's Belgian. Yeah, what? I can come up with some Sweet stuff. Gypsy. Sweet well, Gypsy. We, oh, my, the process was crazy. Yeah. How'd you come up with that? Sweet Gypsy. Oh, the process was crazy. It was long. Um, we started with a lot of names and just threw a lot of things out there. Um, and the sweet is kind of the waffle that we're making is traditionally a little sweeter than normal waffles. And the gypsy is kind of like the lifestyle that we live. We're always going. We athletes, we pretty much live out of the bag. Um, <laughs> the women, and you're going overseas, you're coming back, you're constantly on the move. So that was really fitting. I like that. Look at you covering the Thank the you. landscape of the of the WNBA athletes and the lifestyle. I love yeah, that. You got to put it all in there. I love that. So, you know, you mentioned a moment ago just the sacrifices that you guys made. You came into this season a very different player, Um, you know, not only in terms of you stretching the floor with your three ball, but also you made some changes physically that I I think, and I don't know how you feel, but I really think that that, the changes that you made to your physique and and all of that kind of helped you to, to last, right? Because the season gets long. I, I believe so. Go ahead. You, yeah, tell I, me from I, your perspective. Yeah, I think so. Um, going into it, like last year, I, I think I felt a little bit heavy um, and a little bit tired. And, you know, you go through the point, you have achy joints. And I just didn't like the way that I felt at the end of the season. And I knew that there were some things that I can control. You can always control what you eat. And you can control, you know, the amount of work that you do with your body. So in the off season, I was like, okay, if I lose a little bit of weight, I'll feel better. Um, I know that certain things that I might put in my body may make me swell a little bit, so I'm going to try to avoid eating those things. Um, so I just carried that mindset for my body. And then as far as shooting the ball a little bit more, I knew that there was things that I could do to help seal. You know, that she's going to draw a crowd. So anything that I can do to spread that out to make her be able to be a little bit more successful, I wanted to do that. And I'm, I'm happy I made those choices. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you look fantastic. Would you mind sharing dietary, like what? Because if you're talking about swelling, I need to. There, I have a lot of swelling, <laughs> weight, fat, <laughs> like fat swelling. Um, but what kind of things did you did you cut out? Well, uh, a lot of things like meats and stuff. 
you know, it, it's debatable, but that can cause swelling in your joints. Um, and I don't think that personally, I wanted to eat a lot of dairy or I didn't want to eat a lot of eggs and cheese. So I just cut all that stuff out completely. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think that you always have to watch what you put in your body. You know, that you, especially once you, when you pass 30, you really have to make changes. Yes. And I think that you can eat the same things that you ate at 25 that you eat at 30 and exercise the same amount, but your body's not going to react the same. So you can say, oh, but I was doing this. I've I've been doing this and it's been good for me. When your body changes, you have to adjust. Yeah. Yeah. You got to change with it. And you're right. I mean, you Mm -hmm. know, the, the, your, your core of your team, Simone did not play overseas in the off season and, you were played a shortened season, didn't you, or did you play the whole entire? I thought you might have played a no, shortened overseas. Yeah, I went over at the end. Um, I stayed here and worked out a lot with Waylon for a while. Right, Waylon stayed here. You know, it just the commitment level. So let me let me let's take it back, just because I think not only we've had time to reflect on your career journey a little bit, you know, which I think is just amazing with all the championships, but even within this season. Like, so you get injured towards the end of the season, get an ankle injury. Mm-hmm. And so you sit out, then you come back, and then you start off the the finals um, a little bit shaky, right? And all mm-hmm. of a sudden, it was just like, I don't know what happened. Maybe you can explain it. And, and not that we have not seen you play like that before, but on this stage, in this matchup, with this much on the line, I mean, your performance was just tremendous. What, looking back and reflecting on that, what was it like for you? Um, honestly, I think that in the beginning of the playoffs, it started with, you know, we were playing Washington. I think that I conceded to just being a defender. Mm-hmm. And I felt like we were going to be able to win that way. I didn't have to worry about offense really at all. Just be a defender and we'll be okay. And I succeed. I, I, I kind of plan to let everybody else do the score and I'll defend and that was it. And that was okay for the first series. Um, but then when we got to L.A., I felt like I had to change my mindset to realize that, okay, I just can't defend. That's not going to be enough if we want to win these series. And that happened in game four. And we were going back and forth. And I felt like I needed it to up the ante offensively for us to be able to win that series. That's what the team needed. And I just changed my mindset and realized, okay, I need to do a little bit more on both ends. Because you already had a a tough job. I mean, you guys, you know, either way you go with either team, you're facing you and Syl a handful or Neck and Candace, which you had the Mm -hmm. responsibility of, of Candace Parker a lot. So definitely had your hands full. But I just thought your performance, you looked young. Right. And so I was like, Rebecca just has more energy than everyone else. I mean, you're rebounding because we look at still sometimes and we're like still and and Maya, you know, as far as the youth of your team, they're still fairly Mm -hmm. young. Uh, But there were moments that I just thought that you you just looked so spry. And and I commend you for making those changes because they definitely paid off. So what has the post celebration been like? I saw the locker room, but now I'm seeing all these pictures of Rebecca Brunson. (laughs) Like you are everywhere. You've got all kind of gear on. You've got hats to say, 
I've got more championships than what your favorite player or your who? What does it uh, yeah. say? <laughs> more rings than your favorite player, which is funny. That's not even my hat. That's my wife's hat, and she got that before we won. No way. Yeah, she was very. She was confident in in the team and what we were going to do and what I was saying I wanted to do, and she got that hat before we won. So now I just kind of stole it out of her closet and claimed it. Um, but it's been amazing. The city has really embraced us. Um, they've they've been behind us, but it's good to be able to go like to other sporting events, go to Timberwolves games and Vikings games and Wild games, and and share uh, something that really belongs to this city with all of the sports fans, no matter what sport you're you're behind. Hey, I mean, you have been every, every time I I look and like you know, it's always you. Like it might be you and you know Simone, but then it might be you and Waylon. But it's always you, you know, and for good reason. <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to hang in there. Last year was a different story. You know, I had my hood on after we oh, lost going to the grocery store. Yeah. I didn't want to see anybody. You know, it was it was hard. It was really hard last year, and um. I think coming in this year and actually getting done, um, I'm in, I'm enjoying it probably more than I had before. And also being able to stay here, usually you win. I think there was one parade I, I missed, the 2013 parade I couldn't even go to because I had to hurry up and go overseas. Oh. So you don't really get the opportunity to just really enjoy it. Well, you, and now I'm getting that. You deserve it. I'm 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 giving you a hard time because you everywhere, but I love it. I love it because <laughs> you have paid your dues and some. You got you. five rings, uh, played your butt off in the finals, and you have a great story. And that, and that would be my last question for you, Rebecca, is, you know, looking at your career, you know, your your time at Georgetown, just what you've done in the WNBA. Like, you're not always the MVP candidate necessarily. But when you leave mm-hmm. the floor, in many instances for your team, you are the most impactful player. And I don't know that young people always understand that it's not always what's in the box score. It's not always, you know, those kind of things. What has been the key to just your sustained excellence? Because what you do, you do better than everyone, you know. And obviously it starts with your your presence on the glass, but it's also your defensive toughness. You know, it's your energy, all those things you talk about. So what what is the key to sustaining that kind of excellence and, and achieving some level of greatness the way that you have? Well, I think that I understand that at the end of it, it's about winning. You know, I didn't win in high school. I was We were good, but I didn't win. In college, I didn't win in college. So when I got to the pros, I had an understanding of I just want to win. It wasn't about me. And... I was honest with myself about what I was good at. You know, I might not be the player that's going to go out and give you 30, but I'm aggressive, I'm hungry, I'm determined. All of those things are already embedded in me. So I took that to the basketball court. And I knew that if I used the things that I already was good at to help the team win, that's all that mattered. It didn't matter who the spotlight was on. It didn't matter who the press write-up was about. We won the game. I was a part of that victory, and that's all that mattered. And I continue to, you know, carry that through um, whatever team I'm on, wherever I am, wherever I'm, wherever I'm playing, that if we win, I'm good. And I'm just happy to be a part of the teams that I've been associated with success. If you have the mindset just, that it's not about you, it's not about what you're doing, just do whatever you can do well to help the team win, and you're going to be in a good place. Man, 
That is, we need to put that on a billboard. Do you want to? She just dropped major knowledge. She did. Tarika had to come in on that. Tarika, what'd you say? I said, she just dropped major knowledge. (laughs) That was, we need to put that on a billboard somewhere. Do you want to coach or something? When you're done, what do you want to do? Other than, wait a minute, what are we doing? The gypsy, what's the name again? Sweet gypsy. Sweet gypsy. I know, I'm about to write it down. Okay, sweet gypsy. Okay, so other than sweet gypsy. What um what do you want to do whenever you decide to be done with basketball? Um, you look like you like could play another. Connected. You look like you could play another ten years. I'm just saying, based on the way that you looked at that, you looked like you could play another ten years. Okay, five and a half, six. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'd be tired after the game. <laughs> right. What do you um, want to do after? To be connected to the game, I think I would like to do player development. I don't necessarily want to be a coach. Um, but I would st- like to stay connected to the game and be connected to players and help them develop uh, their skills uh, on whatever level they want to be at. Okay. Uh, but, you know, I know, try to get this waffle thing going first. I know that's right. I'm going to need y'all to drive this to Atlanta. Can y'all drive Sweet Gypsy to the ATL? <laughs> I'm going to make sure I have some waffles for you when you come to town. Thank you. That's what I'm talking about. DMV got to look out for DMV. That's just how it is, right? I mean, we got to. You got it. Yeah. You know, we got to. <laughs> Well, I'm looking forward to uh, Sweet Gypsy in the future, and just congratulations on everything. I'm going to tell you this. When Tarika said that we can get Rebecca Brunson, I said, we can get Rebecca Brunson on the show? I was like, what? We can? You know, because you just, I mean, you're, you're, you're it now. You pop it. I was like, I just saw her at, you know, on my Instagram. So, Thank you for wow. Right. You could pop for now, right? Well, thank you right. for, for everything. Um, all the wonderful moments that you provided us um this season and enjoy it, you know. Enjoy the fruits of your labor, you. all all your five championships. Give your wife my best. I love her to death. She's a sweetheart. Um I will. And, and tell her to get some more of those hats made just in case. You know what I'm saying? You might you might be able to sell a few of those on the sweet gypsy. You know, as a side uh, deal, get you get you a Belgian waffle and a hat for two two fifty. Make it some deals, so much, Enjoy so much, uh, Rebecca. We appreciate your time. Thank you for listening to Around the Rim. Check out more podcasts from ESPN on the ESPN app.